Talkers. I'm Copper Kelly. And I'm Jody Lucas. And you're welcome to the Folkin' Around podcast. Your favourite country music podcast. On this episode, we bring you part two of Chantelle Padden's interview. And uh, what did Chantelle Padden get up to last night on the television, Joe? Well, I'm sure you all know by now that um, our Chantelle did absolutely amazing on The Voice UK. Um, she got two chair turns from Ollie and Will I Am. Mm. And um, <clears throat> yeah, she's now on Team Ollie and just amazing. I, I think, you know, from the moment she went up, like came onto the TV, I was crying. I was so emotional. It was It was so lovely to see her and so humble and doing it for Mayo and so proud, you yeah. know, of where she comes from and her roots. And I'm sure the whole of Ireland are behind her and yeah. she's going to do amazingly. Of course, you you actually spoiled it on me as well. I was watching it on the, the Virgin Media online player <laughs> and uh, I was just waiting for her to come on. And then Joe texts me going, oh, I knew she'd pick Ollie. <laughs> I, I think I ruined it for a lot of people. I put it <laughs> up on my Facebook. I just was like, Team Ollie, I'm so proud. And I wasn't aware that there was a delay um, on the channel over in yes, Ireland. Yeah. So I, I ruined it for a lot of people on social media. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry as well. <laughs> uh, but um, this part, this uh, interview that we did with her, we recorded it last Sunday, uh, which is obviously a week ago. So we were talking to her before we knew about the Results and she didn't tell us what happened either. So <laughs> we she was uh, very we tight lipped about it. We yeah, did try. <laughs> we tried to get it over, but she she wouldn't she wouldn't budge on it. Um, but this uh, this is a continuation of that interview. The, that interview went on for about two hours, which we were chatting away, having a great crack with her. And uh, on this uh, this episode, we actually we chat, we continued that interview, but we talked to her about a few other things. Who she take to dinner? Uh, she tells us a bit of a ghost story as well for the crack and. Um, so have you had more to say before we kick into this, Joe? No, just I hope you all enjoy it as much as you enjoyed the first part. <laughs> um, so our final fan question um, comes from somebody who I think, again, you'll know, um, Amy Gilgan, who is oh, a yeah. singer herself. And she's, you know, openly said that you're a huge inspiration to her and she really looks up to you and what you do. Um, she wants to know who your inspirations are. Who do you see yourself wanting to follow down that career path like? Well, I, I've known Amy now for a good while and she's such a lovely girl. And I, I believe that she will definitely go places like her talent. She's always working on herself and her vocals always mm -hmm. popping up her videos and everything. And I remember we, we've often had conversations where like she has asked for advice and stuff and, um, we just be chatting away, girl chat, you know yourself, but, um, that's a good question. Um, it's a tough one as well because I have so many. But when it comes to music, um, I I always looked up to the kind of singers that could just stand on a stage with or without a backing band and command a stage and just yep. gain love and respect for just like owning their skills, their talents, like the likes of Celine Dion or Whitney Houston. They could just stand there and they commanded the stage. They didn't need back dancers or they didn't need to be prancing around the stage, even though they, they could move on stage. You know what I mean? And mm. Adele, like I just, yeah, I love, I, I guess I've always dreamed that I'd have an opportunity to maybe perform in a stadium environment or which is, yeah, I'm aiming, aiming very high and it might never, ever happen, but <laughs> I, yeah, I've always high. kind of, <laughs> yeah. I always and the said, as well, you said, <laughs> do you know, like the likes of that, do you know, exactly. I've always looked up to like massive vocals and I've thought, well, do you know what? 
if you don't dream big, then, you know, it's kind of, mm. it doesn't, it wouldn't motivate me because I've always, I've reached certain levels and I've really been inspired by many different singers. Like when mm. I was um, pursuing the Irish country dream, which I had for years, Teresa Rogers from up the north. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Johnny Gold she's from. Don't quote me on it. I could be wrong. Teresa Rogers. Um, she, oh, phenomenal. To this day, I adore her voice. And then there was the likes of the more old school, traditional, like Shanno singers, like Nan Tom Tamine, who yeah. I adore. And like, just, you know, there's a lot of people think, oh, that I, I'm just into the American country. And that's, you know, that's my aim that if I got America, I'd forget about everything else. But no, that's literally not it. I think I've had so many different influencers throughout my whole life. My granddad being the number one always. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, for each kind of, each genre I've listened to, there's been lots of, lots of leading ladies. Like I love Dolores Kane as well. And I loved the power that she had. She could just stand there and just Mm. sing. And by God, you'd hear her because the power in her (laughs) voice was unreal. And do you know why? Yeah, I've literally taken little, I suppose, inspo from all of them and tried Mm. to work it into creating my own little I don't know my own little product (laughs) to get myself (laughs) well it's working it's working anyway (laughs) hopefully hopefully god it's it's nerve-wracking and it's daunting like because who knows what the future holds but um it's amazing like I remember being little and I never thought I'd ever get the chance to even meet some of the people I used to listen to on the radio. And I mean, like I was, I was very much so like music was my life. It was, I was living, eating, breathing music, always listening to, (laughs) I'd listen to anything from the Spice Girls to Seamus Moore. Like, honest to God, I listened to so much because I don't know, I had a different song for each mood. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And And you're saying you're kind of influenced a lot as well. Yeah, like I love a bit of Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, nice. everything. Like I, um, even when I, I went to college in BIM in Dublin, which is a music college for anyone that's not familiar yeah. with it. And um, I was learning so much from like some of the best in the business. Like, you know, the, the college itself had so many connections to the music world, be it record labels, producers, so many people like, and I'm still in touch with a lot of like my teachers that I had there. And um mm. They've always seen, like when I started BIM, so I did my leave in certain 2015. And when I started BIM, you know, all I was singing was Coat of Many Colours or Born in Birmingham or, you know, I was really, really Irish country and the more old school Irish country where it was all about storytelling. And um, Mm -hmm. then when I started there, they gave us a list of songs that we had to do like during the audition to get into the college. And um, the song I chose to do was Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Wow. And um, I, it was the only one on the list that I knew to be completely honest with you. There was a lot of rock. There was a lot of like Paramore. And yeah, I was just like, this is the only one I know. Um, (laughs) So I remember going into the audition and it was a tiny little room, no bigger than this wardrobe now, tiny. And um, it was... (laughs) Uh, Dave Payton was his name who actually was my teacher when I got in but um, Mm -hmm. he auditioned me and Dave is like straight to the point no no beating around the bush and basically he said to me okay so what experience do you have we went through the whole auditioning process and it was kind of like I had to do like vocal warm-ups and all this kind of thing and as Mm -hmm. soon as he went to the keyboard I was like I'm going to stop you there for a second and then he was like what? 
And then I was like, I have no idea about what you're about to do. I've never had vocal lessons. Um, I'm more than likely not going to know what vocal warm-ups are or what to do. And he must have thought, who is this random Merland <laughs> name? And he, he basically just turned around. He had a swivel chair. I just remember he turned around. Can you sing? <laughs> <laughs> and like, we got on like this afterwards because he was just my cup of tea. Like, And I was like, well, yeah. you can be the judge of that. And I remember the back of track started. And um, I could tell by the way he was looking, he was like, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. And then he you was have something like, here. <laughs> how have you not done vocal lessons before? And I was like, mm, my granddad taught me everything, but I learned by ear. There was no yeah. such thing as going to classes or, you, you know, I, there, was just, there was no one near me that did it at the time. So it wasn't mm. a case that I could just get up and go to a vocal teacher. Granddad was my vocal teacher. So I was like, well, you tell me what to do and explain how it needs to be done and I'll do it for you. But I, when it comes to paper, like music wise, I was just, uh, me to this day, me and music theory just don't go. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not book smart. You give me something practical to do yeah. and I'll work my hardest at it. And you know, same. I will put in, yeah, I'll put I'm in the, the same, work. Yeah. I got to go by ear. You couldn't put, you know, scales That's and things. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Grant, I'd learn one it's and so, forget tomorrow. Yeah. And it's just. <laughs> it's literally because he had said to me. Yeah, he was like, that's yeah. a brilliant way to be, you know. But, and then he had said, you're country. And then I was like, oh, he heard the country in my <laughs> voice. And I was doing an oh. Adele song. And then he was like, yeah, you've got like a little yodel or something. That's how he explained it. You've got like a little yodel, which is obviously the country twang. Yeah. Which came mm. through, thankfully. And then he was like, have you ever tried rock before? And this is when the doors of the different genres started opening. <laughs> because I remember one day, we, we obviously had to do a different song each week and it was like a Led Zeppelin or there was like really like old school songs um, Diana Ross. There was like loads of other kind of genres that we had to approach to learn how to sing correctly. So obviously there's mm. different techniques in singing different songs so you don't bust your throat or whatever. So yeah, yeah they taught me how to sing rock the right way. Like... Mm -hmm obviously using the different From parts the of your chest and belt and your gut. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, I, it was them that really opened my eyes to what my vocals could do and what mm. I could work on to keep improving and keep like pushing myself, you know, see where, where the limits were. And I did, I learned where my uh, weaknesses were and I learned where I, um, where my strong points were. So um, I always liked trying to work on my lower register and I always loved trying to keep and keep building just how high I can go. So every time that I've done like a, a they did like a vocal test to see how many, um, what's the word? Uh, Basically the, how many octaves I can octaves go up. And, range. Yes, yeah. and all this. Uh, they, yeah, whenever trying to test my range and see how low mm. and how high I could go, every time it was different. They couldn't understand. Oh, they were like, what? what? And then I was, I hadn't clue what they were on about because it was, <laughs> you know, like I was like, I'm just going to sing. And I think the more I became comfortable, like singing, like really low or really, really high and in between, you just automatically start improving it and strengthening it, strengthening it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I literally, I just learned how to graft and learn 
from being in BIM, like, you know, in the other genres, like rock and stuff. And even though I'm not a rock singer by any means, geez, I'd never take on a rock song unless it was. <laughs> I think you'd do a great into... job of something. Oh, God. Yeah, you have the, the belting power anyway. I'd love to see oh, you do a bit on. of meatloaf, actually. I think you'd really oh, yeah. kill that. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> we, yeah, we had to do songs like that. I remember, sorry, this is actually where I was getting to. Dave, we, they gave us a song um, by Metallica. Yes, okay. Metallica. <laughs> and I remember I went up and I was like, sure, I'm not going to be able to sing this. And I burst out laughing. I was like, I'd never, ever like, they weren't something that would be on my playlist. But when mm-hmm. we actually studied them and listened to them and broke down the different sections and what it takes to create a track like that, I respect all genres. And it was a really, really difficult genre to, like for someone to create. You know, it's there's a lot of work that goes into it. But um, And to do it correctly without like, you know, causing vocal nodules and everything. So like, yeah, oh, yeah. but I remember... When we did it in the um, live performance class, they were like, I can't believe it. She's turned Metallica country. (laughs) (laughs) That I want to hear in a weird way. I'm a huge Metallica fan, so I definitely want to hear that. They were like, how? Like every song that I did, regardless what style it was, you will hear the country coming through. And that's how I know my roots will always be country because it's like Miley. Miley Cyrus records pop tracks now that are like really produced like by pop producers and everything but you go yeah. to listen to Miley live she goes mm-hmm. back to her roots she's got a really yeah, country those, um, vibe going on with the band the sessions she has where she the backyard session unreal yeah unreal and I just I love that she's very smart as in you know there's a lot of people that listen to Miley because they're a pop fan mm-hmm. then mm. do you know she's also keeping the likes of myself really really intrigued with her because she can do it like a song like Jolene, you know, in the middle yeah. of a, a gig, mm. like after we can't stop or we won't stop. Do you know, like she just yeah, mixes yeah. it up. Crazy. It's kind of going back to the element. Sure, isn't Dolly Parton her like godmother or something, godmother isn't it? Is. So I think yeah, you, you've right. got to be able to. She is indeed know. her fairy godmother. Yeah. yeah. Imagine having Dolly Parton's <laughs> godmother. I'd be like, what? <laughs> call her up anytime. Hey, Dolly. Uh, you know. Oh my yeah, do God. Do she calls her Dolly? What's your, you know, Miss Parton? Oh, hey, Dolly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I say so. I remember oh, watching this, uh, an episode of Hannah Montana where she like brought Dolly on and I was like, oh, my two favourite people. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I've always so, been a huge fan of Dolly. <laughs> oh. Um, I think uh, Copper's probably got a few of his uh, random ah, yes. quick questions for I you. So uh, okay. why don't we throw, throw a few of them at you and uh, so now see I'm how they be go. Put under pressure. <laughs> cool. So tell me this: What was the last gig you were at that wasn't your own before the whole thing that we can't talk about hit the world? The last gig that I was at Trees. It's been so long. That you bought a ticket um, for and went to see. If she says Metallica now. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was my my playing in Metallica there. <laughs> that was my last God, one. <laughs> I can't remember when my last concert was. Oh, um, to be fair, now I. That's so. That's so sad. Do you, do you um, not get chance to go to as many because you do them yourselves? Is that what it well, is? Well, yeah, I wouldn't really. I wouldn't really class the concerts that I might get up to do a set at or do a song. Yeah. No, yeah. No, but yeah. the actual last concert that I went to, where I physically bought the ticket to go, um, was Macklemore. In Marley Park. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which was ages ago. How was sad. Ago, I need to yeah. go to another like concert. Two, I was yeah. like, you need, you need more. Gig. Can we sort of yeah. a gig, please? <laughs> Four, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. And that was such an unreal gig. I remember his, like, um, the computer crashed 
and there was like no music for ages but he just sang a cappella, and it just made wow. the concert oh. like he just he didn't care he's like look at let's do it this way and he just started the whole place erupted and was just it was the best concert that I had been at obviously nice. I haven't been to many yeah. but it'll definitely always be a highlight concert because just his showmanship was unbelievable unreal mm. yeah. yeah that's, a, that's mm. a good show of a good showmanship when something goes wrong they can still if you have no sound yeah. they can still ho- you can hold still it out with it just their like, voice and yeah. acoustic guitar or something like that you know I'm sure plenty of singers that just walk off wouldn't they and wouldn't even oh, they would, yeah. Yeah. attempt to do anything yeah. Yeah, yeah I just get pissed oh, off and throw the guitar down. I, I can't work like this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll be Chantel on the voice next week. Could <laughs> you work in these cons- <laughs> Mic drop. I'm out of here. <laughs> I kind of want you to come on now and be like a real diva on it, just to you know, just to be Could a completely different person. I'd say mm. so. So many people are probably thinking like some people probably hate me. Like that's just life because. Sometimes it's ah, hard to get hate. to know someone, but you know yourself, like when we, when we post like pictures and like videos yeah. online, like say music videos, for example, like you're, you're in a character. So they're yeah. not really seeing you until I do things like this, where you know, I'm just <laughs> myself, like, you know, I'm, yeah. but then but sometimes I always say on social pictures. media, you always show your best self and you're yeah, always, definitely. you know, but, and people think that that's quite a false thing. And I guess in a way it is, but also I'm yeah. not like I'm not going to post a picture of me sitting in bed in my pajamas with a hair mask on eating pop tarts because I don't think that that's interesting yeah. to people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You well, just... <laughs> you know what? It's kind of I'm I'm very much like that. I'm I literally I'm one of those people that tries not to post the bad parts of my life just for the yeah. simple reason. It's kind of I think there's enough negativity online, and it's not even oh, like definitely. the bad parts of like. Do you know? It's kind of I would love to have more confidence to post a picture without makeup or yeah. this or that but it's just I'm I'm I've always been a very self-conscious girl and it's only lately mm. that I've been able to talk about it like I've spoken to the newspapers and like magazines and stuff I'd be I've been as open as I can be to know it like mm. how I was really overweight um for mm. a lot of years in my teenage years like looked completely different like shaved my hair into like a boy short bob which didn't suit me because I was so heavy and it just I I, yeah, it just looked very, very different. But um, do you know what? It was just a phase in my life where mm. I just thought my career, I just thought I wasn't heading where I wanted to be. And it just, I got inside still my own finding head. finding yourself though at that age, aren't you? And you still sort of, yeah. and I still think that I always yeah. say, it's really funny. I always apologize to anyone who knew me before, before my thirties and like nearly to forties now, but before my thirties, I think I'm such a completely different person because you're trying so hard to fit into everybody else's expectations of yourself. And especially when you're quite sometimes in the public eye, people expect you to be a certain way and to continue to be a certain way. And it's hard to grow. And sometimes you do need that time just to switch off, step back and go, who am I? And who am I trying to impress here? Because at the end of the day, it's yourself you have to make happy, isn't it? Well, that's it. I mean, I, I totally agree. Like it's when you're like, in the public eye as you say and stuff and you know that there's people watching that you will influence to a certain extent and you know they might look at your page and compare themselves to you or you know I've often been on social media where I've compared myself to another and I feel okay well if I don't post pretty pictures or you know you know insta-worthy pictures then (laughs) is people going to be interested in it and I'm kind of like okay, well, the only time I post pictures now is if it's kind of music related. And mm. I I will, I will get to the stage where I'll be like, ah, 
I'm not going to wear makeup in this live or, yeah, you know, I will. I'm slowly but surely getting there. And I think sometimes it's tough because in my case, I suffer with my skin a lot and um, mm. because I wear so much makeup all the time. Like I, I get breakouts and, you know, I, I eat the chocolate if I want the chocolate or <laughs> this or that. And I have bad skin days and all this crack. So that's why I tend to wear makeup a lot of the times online. And I just feel like sometimes even I've gotten messages in the past where people would be like, you don't need the eyelashes or you don't need all that makeup. But it's kind of, I respect where they're coming from. And it, it is a compliment to a certain mm. extent. And I'm like, okay, you know, fair enough. If you think that I don't need it, that's brilliant. But I'm kind of like, but I like putting on makeup. I like and what difference lashes. does it make to their life if you you have them on or not? That's what my and answer it, is to everything at the moment. It's, yeah, it's so bad because then my, my kind of um, way of not like trying to prove a point, but I like wear more makeup on the next picture yeah. or I'll, I'll wear bigger lashes and I'm like well I'm wearing them anyway so I don't yeah. care I think when you get to a certain stage where you're comfortable like I don't care if everybody you know listens to my music and you know if they have criticism to give me I respect that because I always look for things to improve on and um, the fact that someone could go out of their way to message and say you don't need makeup you know you look fine without it I respect that, but it's kind of like we need to get to a stage where we don't really care what people think of us to a certain extent. Yeah, and I think that but on top of that, we should get to a point where people don't feel the need to have to say that. And yes. and I think that there's yeah. there's a saying that I'll probably get completely wrong, but it's something like if you say something to somebody and it's something they can't change or fix within one minute, yeah. don't tell them because That's, there's nothing yes, you can do about it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um it's literally like it's, it's just who we are. Like, I'm a girl that likes to dress up. I have a weird mm-hmm. sense of style most of the time. Um, I'm either really dressed up looking like grungy or whatever, trying to look some sort of funky way, or else I'm in my hoodie or my pajamas. Yeah. With my I'm full glamour homeless. Face. There's nothing in between. Exactly. There's <laughs> no in between. I literally, like, I remember I turned up on set for one of the rehearsals before, and I had, like, suit cream on my face. I had to go and get my makeup. So done, Irish. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, pay no heed to me because we were wearing masks and no one really seen me. And then I was like, pay no heed to me. I'll, I'll be glammed up now in a while. And then they were like, who's that? <laughs> like biggest catfish ever. But um, no, it was, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I think if people like you and support you, they'll just vibe off whatever you feel like doing. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't really have time for anyone that's negative. So, you know, yeah. people that, are able to and fair play to them that are able to like post a picture of them you know anyone that's suffering like from like like if they have a bad day or they're suffering with mental issues and everything people that can openly talk about that I respect that so much and I find that very very interesting but I think um I don't thankfully I don't have a reason to have that sort of like content on my page so yeah, I need to post more pictures, maybe like with less makeup or whatever, but that's just... But I think you've still got to accept that you're not going to make everybody happy. There's still yeah, going to be exactly. people that will say, you know, I, I've done it myself where people have, you know, I've been going through tough times and people have known that and they'll say, oh, but you're so happy on social media. So then I'll post something that's maybe a bit more real and they'll be going, you're attention seeking. And it's like, you just can't make everybody happy. Can't you can't. No, that's Yeah, literally like I... I feel when it comes to situations like this, I'll be completely open and say, Jesus, I'm by no means anyway, anywhere near perfect. And I don't ever want to be. But it's yeah. like, you know, we we do try and mask our flaws. 
And yeah. uh, but when when you're talking to me, you're talking to me. Like it's kind mm-hmm. of like people when they meet me, it's what you see is what you get. Do you know? And yeah. I I very I try and get that across too. Like whenever I'm jumping on my stories to talk or when I do a live video or it's, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for me to show more of my personality and stuff. And, you know, I'm not this hard faced girl that looks either cocky or moody in half her pictures or, you know, it's kind of sometimes in the music world, we have to become a character to sell a song. And I think yeah. sometimes I, I, I feel like maybe sometimes people might think that all the hard face pictures and all the moody looking ones, is that what she's like personality wise? And I'm like, no, I'm actually not. I'm the biggest tomboy. And but I'm it's quite just nice as well that people don't, don't know the real you. You get to keep that little part of yourself to Well, yourself. yeah, to be fair, like we wouldn't really open up and show our, like, you know, our, all of our sides, I suppose, all, all yeah. my crazy personalities. Like I, my friends see that side to me. Whereas yeah. I think, yeah, it's nice to keep some things personal. Like, or, you know, there's only a handful of people that have ever seen me cry. Um, yeah. The whole world will see me cry on Saturday um, because it's, I'm, the kind of person I am, there's a lot of things that set me back and knocked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, same as a lot of people have been through like I know yourself you've been through an awful hard time as well Mm. and it's kind of we we don't want to talk about certain things but then in order to be real and connect with people keep the common touch with people which I've always believed in you know your fans are the people that make your dreams a reality so Mm -hmm. I've always tried to be really open and stuff and the background story or whatever obviously the camera crews and everything couldn't travel to Ireland because mm. it was a very difficult time. So with COVID and everything. So I hadn't seen my parents in months. It was very emotional doing all the interviews because I had only seen them on Zoom calls and everything. And um, hearing from other contestants that, oh yeah, the camera crews were able to do a bit of background story and everything. My story will be told in pictures. But oh, it's oh, also yeah. the fact that... Oh, you'll have me of, crying at it as well. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be a hard nut. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's, it's honestly like, I'm not one for like all these sap stories and everything, you know, but my story, because I wasn't able to bring the crew of cameras and stuff over to show them Bell Mullet and mm. parts of Mayo, um, I had to just send them on pictures and stuff so they can use it in when just... You know how they do like a background story on the yeah. show just yeah. to give viewers at home an insight into, you know, what such a contestant is all about and all this kind of thing. So it's, I tried to pick images and stuff that showcase who I really was, you know, as in growing up singing in places like the Galtimore, which is a big Irish country venue. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, they all, they all know about the period in my life when I was giving up music and when I didn't do much and you know obviously looked very different and stuff so mm. I, when I went through like a hard time and all that because it's it's true like you know I've been very open about it lately where for a long long time I battled with you know even when I do like photo shoots and stuff to this day I'm very 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 critical like I'm a nightmare <laughs> I'm a nightmare <laughs> I'm like oh no I don't like it go again or you know like I'll always pick faults and it sounds like, you know, we've heard 
this kind of thing a thousand times before because there's lots of girls that are like this. But mm. I never really the little the little chubby, shy kind of you know girl that I once was is still there. So I've yeah. always been trying to overcome the struggles that, you know, I just felt like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't going to go anywhere. So I wanted people to see that, you know, what they see now isn't, you know, before I had like blonde hair and, you know, wore lots of makeup and kind of dressed, you know, you know, I suppose I've tried to dress now, like with all the latest fashion trends and all this kind of thing. I wasn't like I hid away in hoodies for a long time and a pseudo cream and I it was before I discovered tan or eyebrows like I literally I yeah I was very very different and I just think because going through that stage of my life I really appreciate like the feedback and just everything that I get now because it took a long long time to start believing in myself so the yeah. fact that you know, major people that work in the industry every day seeing potential in me and I'm getting an opportunity to showcase who I am as a person and uh-huh. as a singer. Um, yeah, I just, there's a lot riding on it because I have worked hard a very long time, like for a lot of years, a lot of years, um, trying to get an opportunity like this one. Mm. So um, because of that now, I've just, I'm really, really grateful that people will get to see a bit more about me like from behind the scenes and I've noticed they're playing a lot of bloopers I've had so many bloopers like I'm not gonna lie like I'm I'm very bad now I am um, I like I <laughs> I swear a lot um yeah. but <laughs> I, I never do, would like, have guessed yeah <laughs> I, uh, I swear a lot and sometimes I'm like oh oh <laughs> like I need to be careful like because I'd be you know when you're rambling on you're like ah mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it now but like for sure, that's the Irish coming through in you, isn't it? You know, yeah, all like, the time. Same. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not on here. I'm trying to, uh, you know, uh, restrict myself with the language a little bit. But, you know, yeah. it can pop up from time to time. So. We've, we've had a few from Chantel today, I've noticed, to be fair. So, yeah. One or two is the ones. So we'll have to put that like, warning on it. <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah, I just, it's because I feel comfortable talking to you. And it's not like, yeah. it's not like every second word would be a swear word or anything. But yeah. like, do you know, I don't know. Maybe it's an Irish thing. I don't know, but I just it do it. Irish as like, I think so. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And another thing that I used to say an awful lot would be like, "Oh Lord," do you know? And I'm kind of oh, like, Jesus. you know, a lot of people watching this, they might not be religious, and they'll probably want to switch yeah. off the TV if they keep, mm. you know, hearing me saying, "Oh Lord," or "The Lord." Or they get offended you know? by it. Yeah. So mm, I need to be really yeah. like, there was so much going through my head that I need to be really careful about. But um, yeah, I'm. I haven't seen any snippets back of anything of my audition or anything so I've no idea what to expect you're watching it like the rest of us I'll be watching it like everyone else and I'm literally oh I'm dreading it but like <laughs> oh Jesus it's um because obviously it's going to be up online forever so I yeah. just hope that I've done the song justice and I just hope people like what they're here and um, I'm sure they will yeah it's it's crazy I, I still can't believe I got this far like just oh, yeah. Uh, genuinely like it's crazy (laughs) Crazy. to round out out this interview I have two more questions for you Uh, first one is if you were marooned on a desert island and you had three CDs washed up with you that you could only listen to that's all you had what three CDs would you hope they would be Um, Chris Stapleton Starting Over or Starting Over the new one isn't it yeah Yeah. love absolutely love Um, probably Luke Holmes and um Celine Dion. 
the uh, hits. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say all American, but she's Canadian, of course, isn't she? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Canadian French, I think. Yeah. French, and actually, right. it's, you know, when she speaks, there's certain words that you, like when she's singing and she speaks, um, it's the certain words where she almost sounds Irish. Like mm. she would pronounce words. Mm. Like a lot of people have said now, um, certain words I sing that they were like, oh, it sounds like Celine Dion, but it's actually, it's the way we pronounce our words. Yeah. So like I would say world. So when I sing like world or if I sing, uh, what's the other word? Um, way. Like it's way. it's really weird. It's hard to explain, but there's certain words that mm. we say very similar. And uh, even the voice team have picked up on it. They've been like, oh, do you listen to Celine Dion? And I was like, uh-huh. I do, but hang on a minute now. Celine Dion isn't country. So like, it's kind of, I loved Celine Dion for the way she would present herself on stage and her power notes and all that. And um, who else was there? Christina Aguilera, which is strange because I never actually listened. I love Christina Aguilera's voice, but I never yeah. listened to her much growing up. But a lot of people have said um, that they hear similarities and like yeah. just... Similar I vibes. haven't thought that before, kind but of, now yeah. you've said it. Yeah, it's definitely, you can sort of... It's a tone yeah, in your voice. Yeah, it's timbre, yeah. as they say. I, it could be, but I'd never mm. actually listened to Christina that much, even though I adore her now. I think she's brilliant. But yeah, growing up, it's kind of like, well, the only ones I really listened to was um, like from the age of like three to like seven, Spice mm-hmm. Girls. James okay. Moore was on repeat. Like everyone laughs about this, but it's so, it's true. Like I was, back then it was them, you know, the videos. So yep. I'd be watching these videos and it was literally that one, that one. Um, uh, I loved like McFlavin and um, who else? There was loads. But yeah, I used to always watch like all the videos and stuff. So yeah, my influence is... feel really old when you say you listen to these when you're like three years old. And I was like, oh, I remember being 17 or... <laughs> no way. Oh God. <laughs> but you only look my age like... Oh, you stop, look so, thank you. I swear, you look so young. I said, I'll send you the makeup. It's okay. I'm sure everyone that watches you would not believe your age at all. Oh, Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. Whatever face cream you're using, send me some. <laughs> and uh, oh, one more God. question. One more question, because this has been a long interview, but a very interesting interview. Uh, t- well, thank you oh. again very much for coming on. But this is a, a random thank question. Thank you for I Ah, of course, no problem. Maybe when you're big and famous, you come back and talk to us again. Be no harm. Oh, well, hopefully if I ever do become big and famous, you'll have me back on. Oh, of course. Uh, but this last question, I just throw it at anyone for the crack, but have you any ghost stories? Any what? Any, any ghost stories? Ghost stories. I'm the translator sometimes. You're from Ireland, so you should, should understand stories. me. Um, as in like... Okay, along the lines of what? Like, what? Know, have you seen anything? Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you had a funny experience? Oh, ghosts. Oh, like actual ghost stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. okay uh, right. We so, I. I say we're going to add another hour on now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but when I was born, um, this actually no one knows this. So, this is completely year exclusive. I was oh. born with bilateral telepase, which is. I had operations on both my feet. Okay. And uh, um, like, yeah, I still have like scars or whatever. I'm sure loads of people have probably know of someone. If you're explained, that's like the fancy word they've on it. It's like, what's the other word? This Like club feet, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. But basically all it was is like the bone structure wasn't right. So mm-hmm. I had operations like 
to like straighten up my feet so I'd be able to like walk without any issues and everything. I was only like yeah. a baby, like it was when I was born. Yeah. But um, so I was in plaster casts for a long time. And when I was six months old, my dad's mom, Julia, she passed away. And uh, I obviously wouldn't remember I was only a baby, but um, yeah. she when she passed away, she had said, I look after her feet. And there was actually a stage where one of the plaster casts which are like, you know, they have to be cut off, like yeah. Yeah, came yeah. off and my right foot was like really, really infected oh. and only for the cast had come off and they realised that it, that needed to be treated ASAP. Wouldn't have seen that, it. Yeah, then it, it was very, very strange, but it was just, the way it all happened was, you know, she had said when she was, I'll look after her. And even the doctors were like, there's someone up there that was watching over her because wow. that could have led to like, severe infection I could have lost the foot everything mm. you know so um I'd look well now being wheeled onto the stage wouldn't I <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be having God as many sexy me. boots on <laughs> God forgive me do you know I'm just I'm very blessed that um yeah someone was looking out for me so it must have been granny yeah, but um that's, a, that's an interesting story yeah sure. I actually I I, t- I took her name um for my confirmation so my full name is Chantel Marie Julia Patton and my first name actually happens to mean little singer in French. Oh, Chantel. Oh, wow. Chantel, yeah. That's why I have Chant on my, um, I, I will eventually, I will eventually turn it to Chantel, but I just obviously need to, you know, more highlights and stuff. I did notice that Chant, I was scrolling along scene. where's yeah. the rest of it? Where's the L? <laughs> Chant is actually another word, which is French, which like um, to sing, or it's like music related as well, like the C-H-A-N-T. So yeah. it all Shanty. kind of ties in. <laughs> yeah, like it all ties in and stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, that was, that, yeah, that's a little, well, it's not a ghost story, but it's kind that's of just creepy. It's, it's an weird. interesting weird weird how it kind of revolved around like what she had said and they couldn't understand yeah. how the cast came off and Comfort you know well, that they got that yeah that they got to it in time and yeah so it was crazy like my feet are fine now like I wear heels and everything <laughs> I, I own so you know, people shoes. now are going to be looking at your feet whenever you're on the step like the stage or I'm, anything. Su- I'm surprised people have never like actually noticed the scars I never talk about it like it's just one of those things you don't think well do you know actually I yeah. like, get them feet out <laughs> Oh God! Well, this I took a turn. It's, yeah, it's it's a strange one, but sure. Do you know what? If you can't be open with people to follow you, then you're not really interested, are you? So at least they know now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I just kind of embrace them. I don't really notice them. They're not that big, like, but they're just yeah. yeah it, that was the weird one that happened. It just revolved around. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that wraps up a really really good interview, Chantel, and we yeah. sure. <laughs> Jodie, you'd say the same, but we hope you have the best shot on the voice that you could possibly have. And, you know, go on to win it or go on for second place Aww. even. That'd be do- you might do better if you come second place. So we'll <laughs> see. I'll definitely be behind you. <laughs> oh, you get oh, it to I'm sure you will. Of course you will. But, hopefully. Um, hopefully. I'm trying to do it for the West, do it for Belmullet and, of course, Ireland as well, because... I know we often see a lot of people from Northern Ireland and Dublin, and it's great mm-hmm. to have any representation from Ireland, you know, but... um. They have said to me that they've never had anyone on the show from the part of Ireland I'm from. So, mm. you know, for everyone, my side of the Shannon, you know, like yeah. all like Galway, Mayo area and everything, you know, not being biased or anything, but it is it is nice that I've... You've secured some votes over shot. there anyway, haven't you? Well, see, this is the thing. There's no votes this year. It's all coaches. Oh, really? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's... um Now, unless the final, unless they bring the votes back for the final, mm. but um, there's no, there's no votes and stuff. So, um... Whoever is 
on the show, then they will have a good shot. You know, if yeah, the coaches like what they hear. So, um, it's not, it's yeah, not like I'm a popularity be... competition in that way then, or it's more kind of um, well, I, actual... tend not to, I, I tend not to do well in those kind of competitions. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but, uh, again, like, we wish you all the best and oh, hopefully you'll come back you on and talk much. to us again next year or a year after. We'll all, Definitely. We'll all be in a different place I'm, at that stage, hopefully. Back to gigging hopefully. and all. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you very much for bringing me on as your guest. It, this is my first ever podcast, so I'm delighted that you guys thought of me to bring me on. And of course, I'd love to do another podcast in the near future. And I wish you oh, the very thanks. best of luck. Oh, thanks very thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chantel. <laughs> You're all right. Thank you for having me. So there was uh, Chantelle's second part of the interview. Uh, she was gas crack, isn't she, Joe? Ah, uh, she was brilliant. I mean, I, we probably could have talked to her all day long and we could have done a whole mm. series just on Chantelle, to be fair. She was fascinating. <laughs> we'll have to get her back now when she's after topping the charts and all that crap. Ah, uh, she remembers who we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're her first podcast, as she said, so, you know, she'll have to remember Yeah, <laughs> yeah. special place in her heart, hopefully. Exactly. Uh, so... At the end of episodes now, we're going to do this new segment called the Folk and Album Club, where we, each of us will um, suggest an album that the other would listen to. And of course, you can listen to it as, along with us, um, you know, listen to it in your own time. So the next episode, we'll come back and we'll chat a little bit about the, uh, each other's albums and give our opinions. And also feel free to write in what you thought of the albums as well on, this, on, the, on the messages on the social or mm-hmm. even want to contact us on our our, our email address. Ah, so I'll, I'll give out the old email address. It's folkandaroundpodcast at gmail.com. Simple enough. Folkandaroundpodcast He's at gmail.com. He's been practicing that all day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever want to write in anything at all, uh, you know, questions for upcoming guests, uh, your thoughts on anything to do with the country music, your thoughts on us, uh, <laughs> that's all. Maybe Just not write into us. Uh, maybe not that one. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> We might even re- read it out on the air and give you give you a shout out. Uh, but uh, for now, we'll do our Folk and Album Club. Uh, so, Joe, what is your suggestion for me to listen to? So my suggestion for you is Derek Ryan's album. And it's not um, probably the one everyone would be thinking. Um, but my favourite Derek Ryan album is the Nashville Songbook. Um, so it's an amazing album. He went over to Nashville, obviously, to record it, do some writing on it. Um, and it is completely a self-penned album of Derek's. So it really sets it aside from everyone else. And I think you get a real idea of who he is. So that's my suggestion for this week. Cool, cool. What about and, yourself? Uh, my, yeah, my suggestion is Chris Stapleton's newest album. He released it this year called Starting Over. And uh, I just love his voice. I love his style. I love the instruments, the vintage feel of it all. But I'll say no more. You'll listen to yourself <laughs> and uh, get your own... Um, thoughts on it and of course listeners feel free to have a go go have a listen to those albums as well and let you, let us know what you thought and uh each week at the end of each episode we'll, we'll do the same segment but for now we're going to sign off with her just to let you know where we're actually you can actually talk to us so where can they find us online joe so we are on all the good socials so facebook instagram and tiktok we are at folking around podcast and on twitter we are folking around pod Cool, cool. And uh, what's Chantelle's uh, socials as well? So Chantelle, very, very easy to remember across all of her socials. She is simply Chantelle Patton. Mm. Of course, I had to be awkward with my old socials. I think on Facebook, <laughs> I'm Copper Kelly Music. 
on uh, Instagram, copper underscore Kelly, and Twitter's copper Kelly IRL. Because, yeah, it was kind of a, <laughs> it was a hard one to get <laughs> common one on across get all them the... get them fitted in. Yeah, exactly. But what's your own, Joe? So on my Facebook, Instagram and TikTok, I am at Welcome to Jodie Land. And on Twitter, I am Welcome to Jodie. Again, Perfect. a bit difficult to fit them in. <laughs> ah, yes. And actually, I must say, uh, by the time you hear this, my latest single, 16 Tons, will probably be released on yes. uh, all, social, all, all streaming fl- platforms and onto radio. Uh, so February 12th is, become, is coming live onto Spotify, iTunes and Apple Music. So if you haven't already, go over and give it an old spin or give it an old download on iTunes if you can. And I uh, hope you really like it. But uh, that's all we have to say, is it, Joe? That is. Thank you all for getting this far with us. All right. As always, bye, fuckers. Bye. The time for defense organizations to harness the power of the cloud is now. Discover how you can leverage cloud solutions to advance your mission at part three of GDIT Emerge 2021. Tune in virtually on June 23rd to explore how cloud enables mission partners to modernize IT platforms and integrate new technologies anytime, anywhere. Hear from top leaders in government and industry to learn how the cloud is evolving the way the DOD defends assets, supports the warfighter, and gains tactical advantages. Register today at gdit.com emerge. At FedEx, we're making carbon capture research our priority because Earth is our priority. Our goal is to be carbon neutral by 2040. We call it Priority Earth. FedEx, where now meets next. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app.